Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. <coughs> Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. Of corn. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Bitsy, oven mitt, Molly's right-hand gal and co-host on the show. Though, what's in a name? A co-host by any other name would spell as sweet. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I found this new writer, Molly. His name is Shakespeare. Have you heard of him? Really great stuff. I'll tell you all about it later, though. Let's keep going with the prologue. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. And it doth be week three! First up, our official ingredient guesser, Sulaf, is back for another round of Guess the Ingredient. Then, once we know this week's ingredient theme, we are passing things off to Champ for the scoop. If music be the food of love, then let our theme song play on! Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. This is hard! Mystery Recipe So, Shakespeare, huh, Mitzi? Shakespeare, yeah! Ever read any of his stuff? I have. Listeners, Shakespeare is a playwright and a poet. He's got some big ol' hits, too. Romeo and Juliet, Macbeth. Have you heard of Hamlet? Yep. It's pretty much the same story as The Lion King. A bit too similar, if you ask me. I'm not sure if Disney knows this guy is copying their stuff. Well, Hamlet was written long before The Lion King ever was. Really? Really. Shakespeare was alive and writing in the 1600s. That's why the language in his plays sounds so different than how people talk today. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, what light through yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. I would have just said, like, hey, Juliet, looking great today. Keep it up. That hairstyle is really working on you. I just thought he sounded like that because he was a poet, and poets use more words than necessary. No, Mitzi. Shakespeare sounds like that because he wrote hundreds of years ago. Poems don't have to sound fancy and old-fashioned like that. There are all different types of poems. For real? For real. Some poems rhyme, some have only a specific number of sounds or syllables, and they aren't all from the 1600s. New poems are written all the time. That sounds amazing! Ah, golly, Molly, I really should look up some more types of poetry. I didn't realize I was stuck in the 1600s. How about you go look up some poetry while I head to our first segment? Sounds like a plan. I'll be back. All right, Mitzi. See you in a bit, then. Ah, uh, parting is such sweet sorrow. Makes me sad. Okay, bye! Well, while Mitzi is learning more about poetry, I'll get started with our first segment. Young chefs, it's time for Guess the Ingredient. In this segment, I'll play some sounds, and then you at home get to try and guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Here we go. (laughs) 
Hmm, any guesses what ingredient these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser. Sulaf is 13 years old and lives in Greenpoint, New York. Hi, Molly. What's up? Hey there, Sulaf. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I am so happy to be talking with you. Welcome back for another week of Guess the Ingredient. All right, Sulaf, I'm going to play you the first sound, so listen closely, and we'll talk about it after it's done. What in the world? It sounds like a construction site. (laughs) I'm so confused right now. If this were a cartoon, what would that sound imply? Uh, A foghorn or an alarm clock? Those are both excellent guesses. Foghorns and alarm clocks are both sending some kind of signal out there into the world. So let's just keep that in the back of our minds. All right, next sound. Let's hear it. It sounds alarmingly similar to one of the clues last week for mayonnaise. It sounds like a squeeze bottle. Again, are there two squeeze bottles in a row? (laughs) Yes, there are two squeeze bottles in a row. This is an ingredient that often comes in a squeeze bottle. Want to listen to the next sound? Yes. Um, well, obviously it's a rooster, so... Is this chicken? Is this some weird chicken paste that comes in a squeeze tube? It is not a chicken paste that comes in a squeeze tube. What other ingredients come in a squirt bottle? Well, the immediate thing I think of are like condiments and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Condiments. I am drawing a complete and utter blank. This is hard! This one is really hard, but that's why we have hints. Are you ready for the hints? Yes, I need them. Okay, I have some hints for you and our listeners. Just in case you haven't gotten it yet, this ingredient is a type of hot sauce made primarily from chilies, vinegar, and garlic. It was originally made in Thailand and is often used on everything from seafood to omelets. An American version of this sauce started being made in the 1980s and has become quite popular. I'm thinking either sriracha or Tabasco. Well, that first guess was entirely right. Welcome to Sriracha Week. All this week, we are going to spice things up with this iconic sauce. Sriracha is very popular in the U.S., but the origins of sriracha go back to Thailand, where it first started being made in the coastal town of Sriracha, and is still incredibly popular today. Sriracha can be used on anything you want to make spicy, from meat to eggs to french fries, and can be found on products like potato chips and even ice cream in grocery stores around the world. Nice guessing, Sulaf. Are those sounds making more sense to you now? The first one, I still don't know. The second one, yeah, because I've never seen it outside of like a uh, squeeze bottle. And the last one, well, I mean, I don't know. This is... A very tricky one. So that first sound was sort of like the alarm bell you might hear in a cartoon if someone is eating something spicy. Oh, yeah. I think that happened like a billion times on Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a very Looney Tunes type of thing. All right. So the second sound you totally got, Sriracha being squeezed from a bottle. And then The third sound you got correct. It was the sound of a rooster. There is a type of sriracha that's sold in the U.S. that is one of the most popular kinds that actually has a rooster on the bottle. 
Oh, now I remember it. Why did I put two and two together? That is the iconic rooster, which is on the bottle of Hoi Fong Food Sriracha Sauce, the most popular brand of sriracha in the U.S. All right. Well, thank you so much for your help this week, Zulaf. We will talk to you again next week. Can't wait. Bye, Molly. Hey, Molly. Hi, Mitzi. How's the poem hunt going? Great. Hey, listen, I've been meaning to tell you something. I have eaten the plums that were in the icebox, and which you were probably saving for breakfast. Forgive me. They were delicious. So sweet and so cold. Ah, this is just to say by William Carlos Williams. What is just to say? That's the name of the poem you just read. Poem? The poem about plums? I don't know what you're talking about, Molly. Those weren't your plums? No, those weren't my plums. Oops. I guess I'll have to go leave them a note. They were really delicious, so sweet, and so cold. All right, well, before you do that, do you want to help me pass things off to Champ for the scoop? Oh, sure I do. Hey there, Champ. Can you hear us? Loud and clear. Hey, Mitzi. Hey, Molly. Hey, Champ, I have a question for you. I'm learning all about poetry today. Do you have a favorite type of poem? Huh. Interesting question. Well, I'd probably say song lyrics are my favorite type of poetry. Song lyrics? Really? Oh, sure. Lyrics are the words in songs. And you can totally think of them like poems. They often rhyme and tell a story in an interesting way. Huh. I've never thought about song lyrics as little poems, but I guess they really are. Like last season, when we heard songs off Brie Yonsei's Limeade album. I found the juice beneath your ride, the sour juices of a lime. Totally a poem. Having a juicer saves some time. And there she goes. Sorry, I can't not sing it when I think about it, you know? When you're trying to juice a lime. All right, got that out of my system. Well, thanks for the tip, champ. Song lyrics are a very cool type of poetry. What's your favorite type of poem, Molly? Well, I really like haikus. Ah, that sounds nice. What's a haiku? A haiku is a type of short poem that is originally from Japan. Haikus have a set number of syllables per line. Oh, that's fun. Uh, Molly, what is a syllable? A syllable is sort of like how many sounds a word has. Every different sound or beat within a word is a syllable. I think I follow, but maybe you could give me an example, please? Sure. Let's use the word poetry as an example. There are three syllables in the word poetry. Po-a-tri. Po is one syllable, a is a second, and tree is the third. Poetry. Oh, I get it. Syllables are like word beats. There are two syllables in Molly. Molly! Molly! Exactly. And there's only one syllable in champ. Champ is really one sound. Interesting. And you were saying, Molly, that a haiku is a poem that has a set number of syllables per line? Correct. So a haiku is often three lines long. The first line has five syllables, the second has seven syllables, and the third has five syllables again. Huh. Five word beats, seven word beats, five word beats. Can you perhaps give me an example? Sure. How about this? Champ's here with the scoop. Can't wait to hear what it is after this short break. Yeah! 
to the break. Ah, what a pro. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. Hey, grown-ups. I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Kroger family of stores. Kids love snacks. And with Kroger's grocery pickup service, it's easy to keep your pantry stocked. My family can't get enough of Kroger's original chip-made cookies. And with Pickup, you can shop online and pick up your groceries at a store near you. In just a few clicks, you can fill your cart with all the things you need and schedule a pickup time that works for you. And they'll bring it out to your vehicle when you arrive. It's that easy. To learn more, visit Kroger.com. Happy snacking! Hey, grown-ups! I want to tell you about the latest cool thing from ATK Kids. It's for the three- to five-year-olds in your life, and it's called the Preschool Chefs Club. The Preschool Chefs Club is a monthly box program that sends an actual box of amazing cooking and science-related content, from super simple recipes to activities, crafts, and games that will arrive at your doorstep each month. Each box is organized around a theme, such as colors, restaurants, or the farm. They are very, very fun. Maybe best of all, each box comes with an illustrated storybook filled with brand new characters, all pieces of kitchen equipment that live in America's test kitchen. I can't wait for you all to meet the gang. Dutch the Dutch oven, Tiny the fork, Courtney the measuring cup, Pinch the tongs, and Sizzle the skillet. If you have a preschooler in your life, get more info and sign up at americastestkitchen.com slash kids. And use the promo code FIRSTFREE at checkout to get your first box free. This offer applies to six-month and 12-month terms, which make a great gift for the three- to five-year-olds in your life. And we're back. It's just about time for The Scoop. Today, Champ is here with a bottle of sriracha. Is that right, Champ? It is. Hello? Hi, Molly. Oh, this is so exciting. Am I going to be on the radio? Sort of. Take it away, Champ. Thanks, Molly. Today, I'm here with Clom Clom, a bottle of sriracha sauce. Can I ask you to introduce yourself for us, Clom Clom? Yes, you can. Hello, I'm Clom. And I'm a bottle of sriracha. Specifically, I'm a bottle of the Sriracha Panit brand chili hot sauce. And to start off, for any of our listeners who might not know, what exactly is sriracha? Sriracha is a type of hot sauce that originated in Thailand. Its main ingredients are red chili peppers, vinegar, salt, sugar, and garlic. All those individual ingredients have pretty strong flavors. Oh, for sure. This sauce really packs a punch. (laughs) Can you tell me more about what this sauce is made of? I would be delighted. The process starts off a lot like making tomato sauce, except instead of tomatoes, sriracha is made with red chili peppers, spur chili peppers in my case, and sriracha is uncooked. These peppers are washed and ground up into a paste. From here on out, the specifics get a little dicey, though. The exact procedure is a bit of a blur to me. They really have us mixing around in those tanks until you don't know which way is up, dear. And we're in there for a long time. The chilies in Sirta Panit are aged for three months. Wow, why so long? Well, it really allows a deep chili flavor to develop in the sauce. 
again, the details here are a bit foggy for me. But what I do know is that the mashed peppers are mixed with sugar, salt, and garlic. And the vinegar is slowly added on a weekly basis to combine all the big flavors of these big ingredients. And so I am bright, spicy, fresh, and all natural. Amazing. And tell me a little bit more about your flavors. What do you mean when you talk about combining them? Well, like I said before, chili peppers, salt, garlic, vinegar, sugar, these are all foods that have strong tastes and very different tastes. Having lots of different tastes all combined is exactly how I came to be in the first place. The story goes like this. Do you have time for a story? I always have time for a story. Well, the story goes like this. There was a woman named Tanom Chakapak. Chakapak was from a town called Siracha, Thailand. And in the 1930s, Chakapak used to make a chili garlic sauce for her family and friends. But when she began to sell it, she named it after her town. Eventually, the company was sold, and these days it's called Siracha Panit. And now it's popular all over Asia. People really love the balance of spicy, sweet, and sour. Which is also where I got my name. Glom Glom? Can you explain? Sure I can. Glom Glom is what people in Thailand call a flavor that is well-rounded or has a depth of flavor. Something that hits many different notes when you taste it. Huh. So it's something that's not just spicy, or just sweet, or just sour. Something that is clom-clom is a little bit of everything all at once. That's right. It's glom-glom. It's full and balanced. Siracha Panit combines all these different flavor profiles or types of flavor. All the different notes play together on your tongue at the same time and give a very full taste. It's really quite special. It sounds special. But a little spicy. So make sure before you try it that you're ready for a little heat. I have one more question for you, Clom Clom. In the U.S., I've only ever seen a type of sriracha sauce that comes in a bottle with a green cap. And it has a rooster on it. It's from Hoi Fong Foods. Have you ever heard of it? I have. I know it's very popular in the U.S., which is great. It's actually made right in California. I guess I was wondering how you felt about people in the U.S. not knowing as much about sriracha paniche. I thought sriracha was just the name of Hoi Fong food sauce. I didn't realize it had a larger history. Well, I hear what you're saying, champ, but sriracha is the name of a sauce, just like ketchup. All types of companies make ketchup, and different companies are popular in different parts of the world. The sriracha from Hoi Fong Foods tastes a lot different than I do, and who's to say what's better and what is worse? It's great that more people get to enjoy the full flavor, spicy goodness that is sriracha. So I say the more the merrier. But that's just me, of course. Well, I think that's our scoop for today. Sriracha is a spicy, sweet, and sour chili sauce originally made in Sriracha, Thailand. It's made of chili peppers, salt, sugar, garlic, and vinegar. And it's clom clom, which means it has a fully balanced flavor. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, champ. And thanks so much to clom clom as well for the well-rounded history of sriracha. Hey, Molly. Hey, Mitzi. 
How's the poetry research going? Really, really well. I've been working on writing a poem about poetry, actually. Do you want to hear it? I'd love to. Yes. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Here it goes. <clears throat> I discovered a world of words and word beats. The syllables matter and the rhymes do and do not. It's hard to describe what a poem can be because poems can be anything. They don't have to follow a recipe. Poems are a dish and all of its ingredients. Poems make words taste good. They're like a pinch of salt or a dip in chocolate. And just like anything worth baking, poems are made to share. Hooray! That's my poem, Molly! That was wonderful, Mitzi. Thank you for sharing it. Absolutely! And I invite you, dear listeners, to try writing a poem for yourself. It can rhyme or not. It could be a haiku, which follows the 575 syllable pattern, or it doesn't have to have any structure. It doesn't have to rhyme or follow any real rules. It could just be words thoughtfully put together. If you want a topic, try writing a poem about baking. Ah, I can't wait to read. I love it. If you'd like to share your poems, you can send them to mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. All right, listeners, that's about all the time we have for today. But before we go, let's hear from a young chef just like you about what they are cooking up at home. Hi, my name is Junie, and I am 12 years old. This isn't really a recipe, but it's more of a story that I wanted to tell about something that happened in the kitchen. My mom was making these stuffed peppers, and I was thinking about trying new spicier foods after pepper week. I bit into a raw jalapeno for a second I had the grassy pepper flavor and then I got to the spicy punch which at first was really fun but ooh that's fun but then it got really hot to raw and I took a big bite and eventually it went away it lasted for a while but it didn't come back when it was in my stomach after it went away in my mouth it just went away forever it was cool it was an experience I'll probably remember for a long time well, that's all. Bye, Molly and Missy, and everybody else at Mystery Recipe in America's Test Kitchen. Bye, 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 bye Frank. That's bye. my sister, Lily. Bye, 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 bye. If you want to have your submission featured on the show, you can. Grown-ups, have your young chefs leave us a voicemail by calling 1-833-KIDS-ATK-TODAY. That's 1-833-543-7285. Just tell us your name, how old you are, and what you are cooking up at home, and we'll use as many of them as we can. Well, we'll be back with more spicy sauce next time. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? Ah! So far, we have pepper, mayonnaise, and sriracha. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Or leave us a review. Give us some stars and tell us what you think about the show. We love hearing from you. Until then, keep, keep on, on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a Sour Patch Kid. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's a peanut butter cup. 
Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a lemon meringue pie. Andrea Vavjin is a Biscoff cookie, and Katie O'Hara is a chocolate brownie cookie, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik, Strawberry Shortcake, and Matt Boynton, an orange creamsicle, of Ultraviolet Audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a key lime pie. Our director of post-production is Ken Margolis. She's a cannoli. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is a chocolate lava cake. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a lattice-top peach pie. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's chocolate avocado pudding. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, associate art director, Gabby Hamanoff, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, associate editors, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, Tess cooks, Andrea Vavjin and Cassandra Laughlin, and assistant Tess cook, Kristen Bango. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Brianna Maya, Champ Hollins, and Grace Lee. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger, Driscoll's, and Green Pan. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. So, Molly, I, uh, I wrote another poem. This one's all about you. Did you? Yes. Want to hear it? Sure. Cool. <clears throat> Golly, Molly, I love you so much I could cry. Golly, Molly. Bye! Another haiku. Thank you, Mitzi. I loved it. You're welcome. It was true, too. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 